Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is, Why Do We Have to Fight for It? Hey, we're going to be starting our Transformational Mind Renewal course in September. Five-month course on the five steps of radical mind renewal. This teaching today is going to feed into what those who take the course are, are going to be learning and just how to take up the sword of the Spirit, how to fight with truth, how to to implement the truth will make you free, how to uh, transform your life through mind renewal, and sometimes mind renewal. We, we, we've got to get aggressive in it. And so, hey, by the way, that course, you can find out about it at ignitinghopeacademy.com. Ignitinghopeacademy.com. And... It's going to be great. We have two levels of that, the essential and intensive. And it is the step for those who want to become Igniting Hope Certified Belief Trainer to be a part of the intensive level. Hey, if you're looking for something for breakthrough, you're looking for something to, uh, yeah, just increase the likelihood of God doing big things in your life, consider the course. It's not, not everybody can do it. It's not the season for everybody, but I believe some who are listening right now, there's a spark in you, and God's going to make a way for you. Hey, but let's get into today's teaching. Why do we have to fight for him? You know, in Numbers 13, Moses sends out 12 spies to spy out the promised land, and uh, 10 of them, they go for 40 days, come back with a report. 10 of them didn't understand their assignment. Those 10 thought they were to come back with a conclusion on whether they could win or not. But Moses' assignment really was for them to go understand, scout out the opponent, their enemy, so they could get a battle plan to defeat the giants. Because God had already said, I'm giving you that land. The ten spies had a negative report. Joshua and Caleb had a positive report. It's interesting that two groups of people saw the exact same set of circumstances and put a different conclusion on what they saw. And by the way, if our conclusions are not fueled by hope, then I believe that we're not concluding at the high enough level, that that conclusion is under the influence of a lie instead of truth. Romans 15, 13 says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. The key words in that verse are in believing. The moment we believe truth is the moment we get filled by the God of hope. Increasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with truth instead of lies. Decreasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our minds with lies instead of truth. And so they had to fight for it. Hey, if God's promised us, why do we need to fight for it? Well, it's, it's in the fight. It's in the fight where we build the character in us to be able to contain and keep that which is given to us. Let me say that again. It's in the fight where we build the character to be able to contain, keep, and increase the promise of that we possess. Fascinating verse. 
Exodus 23, verses 29 and 30, it says, I will not drive them out from before you in one year, lest the land become desolate and the beasts of the field become too numerous for you. Listen to this. Little by little, I will drive them out from before you until you have increased and you inherit the land. You know, if we get blessed too soon, and by the way, I love suddenlies. I love just instantaneous breakthrough. And I'm not saying that there's not cases where that's going to happen in our lives. But most things, there's a struggle to possess. And it's in the struggle that we find intimacy with God. We find the character that causes us to persevere, the endurance, the spiritual conditioning that we have, the spiritual load-bearing capacity that increases through the struggle. It's in that. It's just like the caterpillar in the cocoon. And if you cut the cocoon too early, the butterfly will not have been able to strengthen his wings through the struggle and will therefore not be able to fly. And God's promised us great things. We talk about Ephesians 6, 17, take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. It's called a sword because we're supposed to kill something with it. It's a fight. It's a fight. We don't kill people, we, we defeat mindsets. Because in the New Covenant, our battle is not against literal giant beings. In the New Covenant, our battle is against negative strongholds in our own thinking, fueled by our feelings and fueled by our past experience. I used to only renew my mind with my feelings and past experience, and I just repeat repeated that i i transform my future into those same things current mind renewal creates future experience and we know that if we're going to renew our minds biblically we're going to believe things we're going to rehearse things in our thinking that are higher than what we're feeling and experiencing that's what faith is. Faith believes things higher than what we're feeling and experiencing. And so it, it's, a, it's a daily, it's a regular mind renewal of those things. So we take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. We take up that which we believe God has told us and fight against the giants of the new covenant of mindsets, giants of pessimism, giants of discouragement, giants of shame, unworthiness, disappointment, victim mindset, impulsiveness, offense, independence, fear, worry, and we fight. And, you know, you think, wow, hey, man, God's, God's promised us so many things. He's promised us healing. He's promised us uh, abundance. He's promised us protection. He's promised us a prosperous soul. He's promised us so many things, but we fight for it. Why do we have to fight for it? Again, I'll tell you, it's in the fight. And I'm talking to fighters today. I'm talking to people who haven't quit. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast 
unless you're a fighter. You wouldn't even be taking the time. Uh, some of you have listened to my podcast for years and you're, you are building that muscle. You're building the spiritual muscle. You're like a, a sports team. I coached basketball when I was pastoring in Nevada and, and, and we believe we, we condition for the fourth quarter. We're fighting. And, and, and so many sports teams put up four fingers in the fourth quarter. And what they're saying is they're saying we are prepared for this. We have built up our character and our strength and our endurance and our conditioning and, and our mental strength so that we are prepared for adversity. We're prepared to face the tiredness of the battle. Wow. Why do we have to fight? It is a fight. It is a fight. And certainly there's times of rest. There's times of, uh, of just where God's doing something special in us through just trust and rest. and But the reality is, is that there are going to be times where we have to pull out our sword and we have to pull out the shield of faith that quenches all the fiery darts. We have to lift up the shield of good beliefs in our lives to quench all the fiery darts, to quench all the lies that are coming at us. And we build character. We build strength. We build our load-bearing capacity. Just even right now. You know, what? whatever spiritual resistance you're feeling, emotional resistance, emotional challenges, circumstantial challenges, fueling the emotional challenge, there's even, there's grace on you right now to rise up and to possess your land. You're a Joshua and a Caleb who said, let us go up at once. We are well able to overcome it. So that's my word for you today. Why do we have to fight for it? The fight builds the character to be able to contain and keep and increase that which has been given to us. And I'll just say this. We, you've heard of studies. I heard of a study on million-dollar lottery winners in Canada. This was many years ago. And they found out that after 20 years, 80% of those lottery winners were in in an equal or worse situation than they were before they won the lottery. If we put new wine in, in an old wineskin or new wine of blessing, increase favor with old thinking, with old tendencies, it says you put new wine in an old wineskin, it'll blow it up. It will rip it. And so even right now, there is such grace on you, and you've already, you've already overcome so much. You're getting stronger. You're getting stronger. It's happening. You may not always feel it, but it's happening. And what a privilege it is at Igniting Hope Ministries to be able to be encouragers to you. Hey, if you like these messages, why don't you tell somebody else about them? And we'd always love to hear you writing info at ignitinghope.com. If you ever just want to send us an email and say how these podcasts are blessing you, that is such an encouragement. Well, we are here, Steve Backlin here, to ignite your hope. 
There's no hopeless circumstances. There's only hopeless people. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. In Ezekiel 37, God showed Ezekiel a valley of very dry bones. By the way, the Lord's not afraid of us seeing how dry things are as long as we don't get our beliefs out of its dryness. He's not afraid of us seeing how dry morality is, not how dry the nation is, how dry government is, how dry family is. Faith is in denial, but faith believes in things higher than the facts. And hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and we have the power to help make it so. God showed Ezekiel that valley of dry bones, and he, he says, Hey, Ezekiel, can these bones live? He basically was asking Ezekiel, Do you believe these bones have a good future? <laughs> and I love Ezekiel's answer, Oh, Lord God, you know. And then the Lord said, Prophesy, tell the bones they're going to live. God didn't say, watch me prophesy. He said, prophesy. God needs to partner with unreasonably optimistic people to accomplish his will. Our hope level determines our influence level. He who has the most hope is the most influence. And I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership quality there is. And we love to ignite your hope. And I'll say it again. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. One of the most powerful questions we can ask ourselves is this. Why am I not radically joyful now? Why am I not? I mean, that's a question in some season of your life. And I believe it's now or very close to that. As you press into that question, and you've all... So many of you have already been pressing in to that. As you ask the Lord why, it'll bring an upgrade in your identity beliefs, believing the promises of God, your theology, and how you relate to people and think about people. Wow. It'll help you understand the joy of the Lord is your strength. Nehemiah 8.10. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. I have a lot of things going on right now. You have a lot of things going on. Reasons why we shouldn't be joyful now. But the joy of the Lord is our strength. So how do we increase joy? We increase joy through thanksgiving. Psalm 100 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a gateway to many things, including joy. As we focus more on what we have than what we don't have, as we focus more on what is happening than what isn't happening, it's a gateway to joy. And then the other key I love to share is Psalm 37, verse 4. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. The context of that is the delighter is delighting with unfulfilled desires. Outcomes that he or she wants to see. Prayers and promises that he or she wants to have happen. And faith people who do not have hope tend to have a spirit of heaviness on them while they're waiting for their desires to be fulfilled. But faith people with hope delight while they're waiting. And their delighting is a key to unlocking the desire and seeing the desire realized. And literally, it's a indicator of, it's a fun way to fight the battle, to fight for it, the promises.
Wow, wow, wow. Hey, I've already shared about the transformational mind renewal course starting in September. I want to just put a little seed thought. We're going to be, Wendy's going to be my wife in later on this year. We're going to start a subscription plan for those who want Wendy content on a regular basis. You can, you'll hear about that. So before we close, we've been doing this. We, I've been modeling how to attach faith to five seconds of prayer. It's more important to attach faith to five seconds of prayer than to pray 10 minutes, 30 minutes without attaching faith. And I've been taking advantage of this illustration and asking you to pray for Igniting Hope Ministries from wife Wendy and I and our team. And we've been feeling it. It has been so powerful. So why don't you do it right now? Take five seconds and pray for us. Amen, amen. I'm going to be in Christianburg, Virginia last weekend of the month. I will be in Rochester, Minnesota uh, at the Bethel Leaders Network two-day training. That's a leadership time in Rochester. You can find info about that at Destiny Church. If you wanted to connect with me and connect with other like-hearted leaders, church leaders there, uh, business leaders who are a part of that region, that's going to be at the end of September. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for being a blessing. Thanks for those who have sown financial seed into Igniting Hope. And if you ever want to do that, you can go to ignitinghope.com and do that. That's so appreciated. We pray blessing on you and uh, for every seed, every prayer sown for us. And if you want to sign up for our newsletter and find out what's going on, you can go to ignitinghope.com to do that. We're also on Igniting Hope Instagram, Igniting Hope YouTube, and Igniting Hope Facebook. Bless you much. Steve Backlin here. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I look forward to being with you again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.